what you never gonna be Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they drive the chains, you can say no, free me So he's been looking Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Gauntlet Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. William D. Morgan, and I have a cast of thousands with me tonight. Let me go ahead and bring everybody here. Um, real quick, shout out to Restream.io. We're coming from Restream tonight, trying something different. Um, if this works out, this might be our permanent new home. If not, we'll go back to StreamYard. But first, let me go ahead and bring in our resident cosplay queen. She is also the best person in the world at TikTok. She's far better than me. Remember my girl, Cat, uh, Cat Holler and Cat. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Not much, man. Just enjoying this five five. We finally got some fall weather. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <clears throat> All right, let me go ahead and bring in the man who who runs the X. Let me bring my man Ambrose in. Ambrose, what's going on? What are you drinking? Well, it it's not whiskey. <laughs> um, this is water. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> why do you always catch me when I have like I a plate you, of food? <laughs> I like a sip of water. I caught you. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and bring in our resident streamer. She just joined us. This, she just joined us this evening. You can catch her on her YouTube channel. Let me bring my girl Diamond in. Diamond, what's up? What's up, everyone? Get your YouTube channel out there real quick. I probably should put that in right now. Hmm? I probably should put that on there right now, shouldn't I? <laughs> let's let's yeah. know what it is. Um, so everybody can everybody can follow you. <clears throat> and last but not least, and bring in person who's been doing this with me for umpteenth years and bring my man Shaw in. Shaw, what's up? What's up, what's up everybody? How y'all doing tonight? Yeah, that's just doing all right, man. That's just beautiful right there. All right. So, got a lot going down. <laughs> the first thing, I got to do this. I got to do this, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her plastic surgeon's good, but the plastic surgery just didn't hold up for her. I mean, honestly, you know what's even worse is this picture looks like D. Snyder playing Sarah Jessica Parker playing Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Uh, what in the world? Oh, my. I, I hope this is an animated role. <laughs> Well, so I'm just going to say the fact that it comes from a source called at trust me, bro. I'm not necessarily saying it's a really reliable source. Nah. Um, oh, but, come on. I mean. Come on, bruh. This would be I fantastic. <laughs> this would be great. I mean, I know it's just a rumor and anybody could make it up. Hell, I could have made it up. But damn, this is like great. This is like fantastic. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Damn. All right, you guys. We're going to be talking about the Marvel's movie tonight and also getting you caught up on everything that's going down in the world of geek. Um, who saw the Marvel's movies besides me? Shaw, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Anybody else get a chance to see it? 
Okay. Um, I didn't get a chance to bring over that spoiler warning, but you, nope, I didn't get a chance to bring that over, which is fine. Um, but the movie's been out almost what two weeks, two and a half weeks. Yep. All right, so we've given people time to see it. I hadn't realized that time has flown. Oh yeah, (laughs) it's It's been out for a past the hundred million dollar mark. This movie is lighting the world on fire. Yeah, it's been out for a minute. Um, (laughs) been out for a minute. It hadn't done that great at the box office, but before I go, Shaw, I'm gonna let you go. What did you think? I actually liked it. I mean, it has issues, definitely. And I can see how some people wouldn't like it for certain issues, but it's pretty good movie. There's a lot of good things in it. Too short. There's stuff that could have been expanded on. And yeah, I mean, I understand certain things like um that middle part with the dancing. I get how people... That's the thing that pissed me off. I get it, but it, 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 it didn't bother me that much. Like, it's not it was bad, but it wasn't something... Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. As someone who hasn't seen the movie, the plot point with stealing air really just kind of... You're not Mel Brooks. That's kind of oversimplifying it, actually. Yeah. I... It's it's really... It's been done, and it was hilarious. It's one one part of the movie. It's like five minutes of the movie. I don't know. I will say this. Monica Rambeau was a badass... And then we got the ending that we got. Yep. And I was so happy about the ending. Yep. Oh my gosh. So, but I just need to confirm. So, like, the things I've heard about the ending, which is why William's saying that I need to ve- verify. And this is why we give y'all spoiler alerts. Mm-hmm. So, it's my understanding that Mo- at the end, we Monica Rambeau and uh, Miss Marvel both die in the end and we're stuck with Brie Larson. No. no, no. Okay, so okay, so wrong. so I heard wrong. Okay, yeah, you heard wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Spaceballs, the Marvel movie. <laughs> Damn, man. <sighs> Damn, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Hey, but for real, uh, I do think that. What's up, Ando? Um. How's everybody doing tonight? Solo girl, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, Demi? Andrew, how you doing, man? Grimlock, how you doing? Star Walkers Academy, how you doing tonight? Thank you guys for coming through. We do appreciate it. The thing that gets me, though, with the with this, I enjoyed it. I think that Monica Rambeau was a badass throughout the movie, particularly at the end. I wasn't impressed by that Disney princess scene. I know it wasn't that long. Maybe what? What? Maybe eight minutes, Shaw? Yeah, about that. Yeah, maybe less. If if what? If not that? Um, I like Ms. Marvel. I even liked her parents coming through because those parts were funny. Um, but the ending is what did it for me. When you saw her, and you saw Hank McCoy at the end. And you keep talking, Ambrose, about the X-Men. Beast, Beast is that the... Because I know you ain't going to see the movie at all. Um, no, I'll take your word for it. I'm sure it's fantastic. <laughs> Beast is at the end of this. And when I saw Beast, oh my goodness. Debbie, you like everything. That doesn't count. You hate everything. Like everything. Yeah, that doesn't I, count. I mean, like, after this, I mean, after this, I, 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 after this movie, I still didn't like Bray. I still don't like Bray. But I think um, she... actually, though, I'm coming around on Brie because 
you know, Rachel Zegler's out there. Mm. So if if there's like if there's a Marvels in the theater and it's like one of those old theaters with just two movies and it's the Marvels and anything starring Rachel Zegler, I guess I'm watching the Marvels. but um i do like that but like i said i do like the fact we saw hate mccoy i also like the fact that we saw and i'm not talking about clint barton hawkeye i'm talking about the new hawkeye in the middle in 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 the um yeah Yeah, i love that what the marvel recruiter i love that part so So, um young avengers so you see the young avengers are on the way Oh, yeah, yeah the Young Avenger. That's great. They're going to double down. The They're doubling down because this movie did so well financially. Why not double down and do a Young Avengers with a bunch of other annoying little kids? Uh, yeah, we can't forget the Flurkins. The Flurkins were awesome, too. The cats Marvel's giving me cancer. <laughs> don't, don't talk about the cats. Well, that's disrespectful to talk about the cats like that. They were awesome. They were pretty cool when they yeah, were like they were pretty cool. people. Yeah. But someone got paid to make that tentacle sound, so I was like, someone got paid for that. Someone got paid it was for probably that. probably D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> Damn. But I thought that was cool. And like, yeah, man, that Carambo, my, my career was just a bad. I thought of the fact that it took her a minute to learn how to fly. Yeah. But once she learned how to fly, she was straight. Um, but Speaking the movie was over. That was a continuity error there. When, um, in the beginning of that scene, um, Miss Marvel has, a, has her Miss Marvel outfit on, mm-hmm. but then when you see her falling, she has regular street clothes. Oh, that's true too. That's true too. Yeah, that's true. Yep. But overall, I I, I really liked the movie. I thought the movie was good. I still don't like Brie because I thought Brie was like stale and generic in the movie. Yeah, I think she, she was better. Than she was in the first movie though. Yeah, but she's still a, a very stale and generic. Actress, she doesn't. She doesn't make Miss Marvel pop. She doesn't make. She doesn't make her. She doesn't make the character pop. Yeah, that's true. It looks to be set. Uh, I think it's set after it's Secret Invasion. It's set after Andrew. It's set after. Yeah. Very little connection. Maybe set after. Which and not means, about much, as Shaw just said. About which, much. I, I, have, I have a question about the movie, and maybe those of you that have seen it can answer it for me. So they're all like when they use their forces at the same time, they switch places or whatever, freaky Friday it, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Right. Um how come uh what's her name? Amelia Clark is involved in that now. Okay, so the way it happened is basically, um, let's see, Captain Marvel <laughs> and, um, and Monica were, were kind of connected to the those portals, those um, jump port things. And then this lady who has the second bangle was um, doing something, and that whole accident caused the whole jumping thing. And since Miss um, Marvel has the second bangle, that's how it happened. Okay, but but... Miss Marvel, Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel. Yes. All switch places. Yes. What about Amelia Clark from Secret Invasion? She was not connected to them. Not connected to the Nope, okay. not at all. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. Here you go right here. <laughs> yep. 
So she pretty much became Captain Planet. In a way. Don't be disrespecting Captain Planet like this. Captain Planet disrespects Captain Planet. This man gets so smog and he's like, I'm done for today. The man, the man had a the man had a green mullet. <laughs> yeah, we disrespected himself. Go on, so. Oh man! Now the dude from Captain Planet always got me was petite heart. Okay. Yeah, everyone else has a cool power. It's like earth, wind, fire, heart, heart. Get out of here, heart. Yeah. Ain't no one have room for you. <laughs> <laughs> no room for courage. Get out of here. Get out of here, man. We ain't trying to hear all that. Hey. All right. On the periodic table, then it's not real. <laughs> but but Shaw, what would you give if you rating from one to ten? What would what would you give it? Would I give it? I mean, a good six, six and a half, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there are things that are wrong with it. I mean, I could probably definitely <laughs> pull a couple things, but it's enjoyable. I thought it was. I, I thought it. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. Um, I give it a seven. Diamond, what would you give it? Um, I give it better than the Flash, so it's up there. Wow, you're setting the bar really high there. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. bar is like really low for the Flash. Okay, so anything better than the Flash, <laughs> the me. I give it like a five and a half, maybe a six. I mean, I mean Shaquille O'Neal's steel is better than the Flash. We ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> You're gonna talk about Kazam. No, or steel, Kazam. where he foul shoots grenades. I'm gonna talk about Kazam or whatever. It's like, that's better than that. Okay. Oh, wow. You haven't seen the. Fl- do, do us a. Don't. It's not worth it. It ain't worth Skywalker's it. Academy. Skywalker's Academy is not it, worth so it. You don't have to. If you <laughs> we want to, you don't have to. <laughs> you know, you go to geeknewsnow.net and read my review. That's all you're gonna need. That's all you, you need. Watch. Don't watch. Don't watch the movie. Ando said you gave it a two. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Let's go on. Move on with the rest of the list. Give me a second here. Ooh. All right, Shaw, what we got first on the docket tonight? All right, first off, we got final release date for What If Season 2, December 22nd. There will be nine episodes, and all nine episodes will be released um, every day, one, one after the other. I have a picture for that, picture number one. <sighs> I'm really hoping they do what if Venom became Deadpool. That's my favorite what if issue. I just want to see more Captain Mar- Captain um Carter. Well, Captain Carter, yeah. Yeah, there's She's supposed to be the second or third episode, I think. I think more Sharon more. Carter became Captain America. I think she become I think she used the second or third episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I need more Captain like, Carter merch. She is cool. Yeah. So a list of like eight or something like that. So I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. All, All right. right. All right. What is something? What's next up? Moving on. Um, Dustin Daniel Cotton has departed as the director for Avengers, um, King Dynasty, and but remains on board for Wonder Man 
um, Shang-Chi 2, and more MCU movies. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my night is ruined because I was just reminded that there's a Wonder Man movie coming out. Um, God, I hate I'm neutral on it because the director can do has so much influence. Then you know the editors on the cutting room floor have so much influence. Like I mean, a director's a director in, in my opinion when it comes to these films. Like yeah, and I gotta agree with Cat on that. Not to cut you off, Cat. I'm sorry. Were you done or did you? Yeah, you're good. Uh, um, these people. It's more like Disney pays them just to tell them what to do. And you sit in your little chair, and these people follow the script. You collect a paycheck. There's directing a Marvel movie. I could do it from here. <laughs> like you know, you, you, don't even, you don't even need to be on set. Um, so I don't. I don't really think it's more. Of, it's more of a press thing for Disney when they hire these directors. Like they'll be like, ooh, we hired this like young up and coming hip director. And it's more of a press thing than it is actually directing a movie. Yeah, yeah, unless it's someone like Martin Scorsese or Ron Howard, like the, the big big ones that I'm like, you know, whatever, whoever. I don't know. I, like, who are you? Uh if right, there's a Wonder Man movie, we will see Grim, Grim Reaper, and he will take Marvel to the grave. Damn. All right, yeah. speaking of um, casting, um, Pedro Pastel has apparently been cast as Reed Richards. We got a picture of that, picture number two. Isn't that still a rumor, though? No, nah, I hear it's it, definitely a done deal. That it's, that it's he's done deal. Yeah. Yeah, that looks so great. <laughs> like he's in everything now. Like that looks like a pissed off dad that was forced to go out on Halloween, like in costume with his kids. <laughs> he don't look like somebody who would be dating Sue Storm. That's all I got to say. Richard doesn't look like Sue like, like he, here, here's here's my thing, and and I'm writing an article about this, and it's probably going to come out this week. Um, Reed Richards is, a, is kind of a, a complex character. You need someone who's intellectual, but also has kind of a degree of whimsy. Like, you need someone like Jim Carrey. Right. Pedro Pascal is, whether he likes it or not, typecast as a tough guy with a heart of gold. Like, if he was cast as Thing, I wouldn't be as apprehensive towards his role in the movie. Um... Did you ever watch Game of Thrones, Ambrose? Yeah, when he played, when he got his head head blowed up by the fat guy. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's got Pedro Pascal has a pretty wide range, which is why I'm. Yeah, I'm not going to say that I'm apprehensive about it. I'm like, I'll be in. I'll be curious to see how he plays it. But I think he has a. If you're you're looking for a modern take on a Reed Richards type character, I think he fits the look. You know how I feel about modern takes on characters. So that's not selling me. No, but I mean, he's what the modern man overall looks like. Your your GQ, I mean, you know, as it changes through the years, I mean, you but know. Reed Richards wasn't GQ. Reed, Reed Richards was a geek. 
Uh, it was like, not the Q. It was the way that they, they drew him, he was like that good-looking yeah. geek science yeah. guy. I um, mean, I would honestly cast for Reed Richards. One, Pascal is way too old. He's pushing actually, 50. Actually, that might hint at them actually ha having um, like teenage um, Franklin and Valaria, which will be awesome to see. And see, teenage Franklin? Oh, that's a whole different story by himself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just don't see it. Like, if I was going to cast the Fantastic Four, and here's where I say, like, a race slot would be really awesome for the character, someone like Donald Glover, I think, would be a good Reed Richards yeah. because he has that range between humor and whimsy, and he can get really serious when he wants to. But he's also a lot older than, than Pedro Pascal, though, so it kind of negates the argument. No, not Danny Glover. He's not too uh, old for this shit. Uh, Donald Glover. Oh, Donald Glover. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'd say Danny Glover would it be Reed Richards and break a hip. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute here. Am I hearing no. your brain? I'd cast, I'd cast Donald Glover as, as uh, Reed Richards just because he has that range, and he can get dark and serious when he wants to. And he can lighten up at the drop of the hat. So I think he would have been. Uh, I think he would have been a good choice, but they went with Pedro Pascal. Let's save him. I mean, let's face it; it's Disney. They're gonna screw it up. I, you, you know, I, I don't have any. I don't have any expectations for this movie. So I, I you want to cast it? It's kind of like I'm the parent with the teenager that's been arrested like 17 times and it's like all right man you want to cast pedro pascal go ahead and cast pedro pascal. i don't even care anymore well <laughs> speaking about not having faith in marvel we got a trailer for madam web what are y'all thoughts cautiously optimistic agreed yeah I agree. it might not be terrible agreed. it might not be bad i want to see it it's yeah, Final Destination with Spider-Man characters. I do oh. want to see how it plays out for real. Same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got a feeling that he's bad. Good. They are more like the middle-aged Madam Web. They're not starting with the younger Madam Web, which I think is maybe a better call than trying to do an origin story again. Yeah. I got a feeling we're only going to see the suits for like five minutes in a flashback. I mean, that's a possibility. I'd rather see a Spider Woman movie. Well, Spider well, a Spider Woman is in the movie, so not uh, yeah, a Spider Woman, yeah. not the Spider Woman. But you can't always do what you want. No, I can't, and that's why I'm mad at Disney. Sony's like, nah, we're not gonna please these fans. I mean, I think it's gonna be worth it. Just you want, though, gee? Like Disney is one of those things where like you're in the cafeteria and it's like, man. I really want those chicken nuggets that are right over there. And Disney's like, no, you get mushy peas and you're going to like it. Yeah. Which, which Spider-Woman do you want? The OG Spider-Woman, Jessica the OG Drew? The OG Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew. Mm. Mm. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Now, what's next Thanks up? Thanks for hanging out, Andrew. All right. Um, next up, we got um, a Yoohoo Hakusho um, teaser trailer. Anybody see it? Appreciate you, Appreciate you, Andrew. Have a good night. See what? Question number four. We had a teaser trailer for Yu Yu Hakusho on um on Netflix. 
Anybody see the DMT's trailer? What? I have not. And can someone please explain to me what teaser trailers are? Why are we getting trailers for trailers? It's I got it wrong. No, is is it some number? Wait, it's a four, right? Is that Ando? That's a hype. I put. I thought I put it up here. Okay. Yeah. Because um, yeah, teaser trailers are like a minute or so. If you hadn't had a chance, if you hadn't had a chance to see it, I did put it up on the um, on our TikTok page. Yeah, I mean, whenever I hear about teaser trailers, I just feel like Kevin Malone from The Office, where it's like mini cupcakes. You already have cupcakes that are a miniature version of cake, and now you have a miniature version of that. Where does it end with you people? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the lower half of the poster looked like guys from The Matrix. Yeah. All right. Next up, let's talk about Rick and Morty. Anybody see the most recent episode? I did. What was it about? Because I hadn't seen it. Um, Rick Prime and Evil Morty. Oh, okay. Yeah. We got the backstory for Evil Morty, and Rick finally beats up on um Prime. So that gets all settled. What are your thoughts about it? Um. I think the episode brought a really kind of interesting point, and it's going to be kind of interesting to see how this plays out because I think there's a couple more episodes this season, right? Yeah, it was like um, because really the the conflict between Rick and Rick Prime and Evil Morty has always basically stemmed around Rick Prime killing his wife in, as we learned in this episode, not just the universe they're in. Uh-huh but every universe. So where Rick's always been able to go through and pull through an extra Beth or pull through an extra Morty when he, when something goes wrong, he can't do that with his wife because Rick prime killed her in every reality. Yep. And so he has basically built his entire life on this vengeance. And now he's finally gotten that. And you kind of see that, a little bit of it like towards the end as they're doing the the like musical cattle you know draw out of like the aftermath where Rick's kind of trying to decide well okay this is what I've basically been doing my entire life what's next you know he's gotten his revenge he doesn't feel any different what's next and mm-hmm. Evil Morty now has the ultimate plans for an ultimate world destroyer. So, I mean, it's 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 a little deeper and a little more complex. Um, lot lots of questions that I think Rick's going to be asking himself. You know, a whole lot more than Morty had to after Spaghetti Thursday. Um, uh, oh, in two days it'll be McRib Monday. The Micro hasn't been good since 95. Lies. You sit on a throne of lies and you hold your tongue. <laughs> I'm just saying. like, I love the McRib. Yeah, everyone loves I, the McRib. I never had the McRib, so. Yeah. Well, you it, don't know what you're missing. The McRib is kind of like the Shamrock Shake when they originally came out with it. It was amazing, but now it's trash. You're a communist. I never had the shamrock shake, so I don't know. <laughs> don't do it, Diamond. Don't do it. Since you've never had one, don't do it. I want to have one now. Like, It'll make tell you cry. Me, oh, I'm like, yes, I shall do it. 
No, because um, they, they put too much of, of the, the green stuff in, the, the mint flavoring, and it's, like, fake mint flavoring. So it's not, like, good, like, Andes mints. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the kind of mint that makes you want to have to brush your teeth. Wow. So my plan, if I ever end up on death row, <laughs> is for my last meal to be a McRib and a Shamrock Shake. Because wow. they'll never be able to kill me. <laughs> They're two seasonal items. Checkmate. <laughs> Unless, like, <laughs> I love the Walker Academy. 90% more sugar, 90% less shamrock. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yo, the chat's lively tonight. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Appreciate <laughs> you guys being here. Yeah, see, my, see, Ando likes to make rip. <clears throat> I don't know. Like I've I've tried them when they come back, and I'm just like, this isn't the glorious McRib that it used to be. Like, to, to be fair, McDonald's has gone down and in, 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 um, what you call it, and um, yeah. yeah. The thing they have improved on is the quarter pounders because they cook them to order. Well, they improved on it when they added the option for bacon. Oh, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I got what? a big I got Hell a Big yeah. Mac I got a Big Mac make it bacon the other day, and it was so good. Wait, you can have bacon for big. Yeah, you can like because they yeah. have automated like Wawa because they don't want to pay people minimum wage, so you can modify <laughs> your food now. <laughs> I added a bacon. Added bacon Damn bacon. man! <laughs> so, oh my goodness! The so last bit of McDonald's news: so, um, Crocs have partnered with McDonald's. They have grimace flip flops with the little Croc charms that make the grimace face. I have to buy those. I'm not even going to wear them. I'm just going to nail them to a wall somewhere. Well, no, they're house. fuzzy sandals. So they're like open-toed sandals, kind of like Birkenstock style, where they've got the two straps, and they've got fuzzies in them, so your feet stay warm in the winter. Oh, okay. Like, I can wear them around the house. Yeah. That's like, cool. No one will laugh at me. Well, my wife will, and my kid will, but they're comfortable, so I don't care. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so... Let's go ahead and move on to the rest of the docket, Charles. What's up next? All right, next up, we got some Doctor Who news. First up, picture number seven. We finally got the release dates for all the um specials. Um, the Star Beast will be November 25th, Wabu Yonder will be December 2nd, and the Giggle will be um December 9th. We also got confirmation that we are getting a Christmas special, and that will be titled The Church of Ruby Road. What are y'all thoughts? <laughs> Can I ask a question about these pictures? Who did she? Why is Doctor Who Chris Pratting the camera? I'm not sure what you're like. like They've always done it. Like for giant, like like it looks like Chris Pratt from Jurassic World, where he's just subduing the Raptors. Oh, that's representing. Okay, just has his hands stretched out. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What's he reaching for? A McRib? <laughs> I know. You have to watch the episodes and find out. Yeah, find out. It could be the, uh, the timeless McRib. If you went back in time, like at the very first one. You know I'm mean? going back in the time when they had the spicy McRib sauce. Those go. were the good old days. There you go. <laughs> also, when they had the Szechuan teriyaki dipping sauce. Yeah. Also, the Hell next yeah. season of Doctor Who will be titled Season 1 instead of Season 14. So they're starting to the numbering. They're changing the numbering for some reason. Your thoughts about that? Wait, how does this show have like 700 episodes, but they're only on season 14? They're, because they reset at nine. 
Yeah, it, 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 the numbering kind of changed because Doctor Who was um, canceled. So when they brought it back, they brought it with, with new numbering. Just it's still connected to the. Oh, uh, so is it kind of like how like Roseanne was rebooted, but then it became yeah. the Connors? So that's yeah. technically it. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of hoping that Donna isn't the companion the entire season because oh. Donna just was not my favorite. She's just going to be around for the three specials. Okay, okay, I can be okay with that because yeah, she she kind of grates on my nerves a bit. She <laughs> looks like a is Donna the redhead? Yes. Mm-hmm. She just looks like someone that would ask like a lot of annoying questions, and I kind of start the car up and pretend I thought she was in it. Oh, so what <laughs> he knows, and he has been watched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just looking at her face, and I'm like, I would totally just like when she went to the bathroom when we stopped for food, I would just get in the car and go. <laughs> All right, moving on. What's, what's next up? Um, writer and playwright N. Nagura, or however you pronounce that, is going to be writing the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow movie. What are your thoughts? Or a show, whichever that's supposed to be again. The Supergirl movie? Oh, yeah. Whatever that's supposed to be on the on the, um, the docket. I don't remember if it's supposed to be a show or a movie. I think it's a movie. I mean, comic. Yeah, I think it's a movie. Is it, or is it a show? I forgot what it was supposed to be. That was a comic. I could be wrong. It's based on that comic, I believe. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's based on that comic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at this point, I just hope Warner doesn't, like, let them make the movie and then shelve it. <laughs> like, um, it's bizarre. So I have no... When they do... Um, when they do kind of a character... I don't want to call her a cult character because she's more popular than that. But when they do kind of a borderline popular character, like Supergirl, I mean, given Warner's track record over the last two years, are they going to even release it? Or are they going to take a tax write-off? So, I mean, I, I don't, I really don't know how to answer this question. I mean, Supergirl isn't really, like, my big wheelhouse. Um, unless suddenly she goes on a murdering rampage, then then I'm down for it. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm kind of neutral on it. I mean, con- it's gotten to the point with Warner where Congress has gotten involved. Because they, it's like something is going on. And, and like, why are they letting these people finish movies and then just saying no? If you're not going to release it, send everyone home. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really, and this is a thing that we were talking about last week. Things like this, like with the Marvels, you all said it was a good movie. They moved it around five times. That hurt consumer confidence. Things like this, where Warner's shelving movies. Yeah, Supergirl movie sounds good to me, but uh, my faith in them actually releasing it is damaged. So I, I'll believe it when I see it. If it ever hits theaters or, or streaming or whatever they have planned for it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. At the same time, we got some casting for Superman Legacy, picture number three. 
It's the one after two. <laughs> so, during this awkward silence, um, anybody watch anything good lately? Um, sorry, we're watching. Loki season two. Which season two? Loki season Loki. two. Yeah, I still gotta watch season one. Well, I just got some bad news. What's up? My my quarterback um, at Florida State is done. So whatever national championship hopes that I had, they're up in smoke. Still won the game, but he got carried off in the first in the first quarter with a broken leg. So. That thing's done, but it's all good. All right, <clears throat> all right. Next up, we got um Grimlock. I'm sorry, Grimlock. Good analogy. I made that last week, and I I think that's something that they're trying to do. <clears throat> all right, we got some casting for Superman Legacy. Push number three, please. Give me a second. I think I got that one right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah. So Maria Gabriela, uh, whatever. I've been cast as the engineer. What are your thoughts? It's not a like I'm familiar with, but I mean, I can see the resemblance. No. I mean, I like it, and I don't. I, I, engineer is not a bad villain, but engineer is a wild storm villain, and we're trying to reboot Superman. Right. I get what you're saying. I mean, so, and he's got enough of a rogues gallery where you can pull from that. I don't, I'm not sold on a wild storm villain being introduced in something, especially, like I said in the chat, the movie's called Superman Legacy. So conventional wisdom would tell you that Superman yeah, Legacy What's that, man? is going to have a legacy villain. Not a villain for Wildstorm comics, so I, I'm um, I'm not sold on God, it. I hope not. <laughs> I always say give me a trailer and we'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just not sold on it. And this is this is kind of the problem I have with James Gunn helming the entire DC because. But I get what you're saying, Ambrose, because. Why would you bring in a Wildstorm villain and you haven't introduced everybody from that universe yet? You haven't like, introduced... It, it's kind of like if James Gunn rebooted Batman and made him go after Grifter. Right. Like. Well, so here's the question, though. What if, even though she's being cast, Who's to say that it's that the character is necessarily going to be really big in this particular arc? Next and it's not like it's going to be. I mean, the articles I'm, I'm reading. Other that's the articles like I'm reading. Because like, really. yeah. she could, because she could be, because she it could just be a cameo. Mm -hmm. Now the articles I'm reading are saying she's the big bad. 
So I mean, haven't seen the film. It's speculation at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a very very valid point, and I'll give it that. I'm just, I'm just. Okay, let me rephrase. I'm not sold on the story that's being sold to us right now with this villain. Like that, she's gotcha. being sold as the villain for the movie. Gotcha. Because you're right. It could be she's working for someone else, or it's a cameo. But the way it's being reported is she's the villain, and I'm not sold on that angle. I understand. How can you bring in a big Brent, a big bad from that? You haven't brought anybody in from Wildcats yet, but she's—I don't get it. Unless you're trying to you... like an overarching tale of like, oh, we're gonna have Doomsday or something in it, like I'm... later from the line. <laughs> I mean, what's confusing is Wildstorm Comics never really got off. crossed over with Superman. Yeah. So I don't even know where, like, I don't know what James Gunn is writing where he could fit I mean, that in. They could still be just be basically trying to avoid the typical Superman trope. It's Superman, Superman reboots are kind of like Batman reboots. Oh, oh, let me guess, dead parents. So, oh, 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 Superman, let me guess. He's going to fall from the sky, and he's found by this this nice little couple that lives in the, on a farm, and they raise him like a, like a normal human boy. They may be maybe trying to get away from that part a little bit, because everyone knows Lex Luthor. Everyone knows... On that note, I'm happy it's not Lex yeah. Luthor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am very happy it's not Lex Luthor. Yeah. So they may be trying to start the story in just a different place, because we all know the origin. Well, yeah, that's what Gunn said he's doing. It's going to be younger Superman. It's not going to be an origin story. But, I mean, you can do... You can do Deathstroke. You could do... I mean, you could do... Um, God, what uh, What was the uh, DJ's name from the cartoon? Was it Static... Not Static Shock. Uh, Livewire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one they made that looked like Joe Exotic in My Adventures with Superman. Um... Uh, you, you can do. He has an extensive rogues gallery, so I, I, I just, I'm, I'm just confused by that direction and that, and that choice. Um, I would say we see what other casting they, they announce. I mean, yeah, that's what they do. Unless, and and you know what? Unless Wildstorm and James Gunn is eccentric enough to say, you know what? I want to get into the Wildstorm side of DC as well. And Wildstorm has enough characters. Maybe James Gunn wants to do like a grifter movie. And he wants to introduce Wildstorm characters to cinema. And this is going to be his way of doing it. So, uh, you don't know. But as of now, I'm not sold on the angle they're selling us. But I'll wait until I hear a little bit more before I form an actual opinion on the matter. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> up from Harley Quinn has been renewed for season five. Y'all interested? Yes, I am. Yes, very much so. Yeah, I'm interested in not watching it. Why you gonna do that? <laughs> Why are you gonna be like that, man? <laughs> Have you met me? I like I like Harley Quinn. It's a good it's a good show. <laughs> that makes one like of us. I like it. All right, so <laughs> yeah. what's next? Um, let's see, let's see. 
Uh, now let's talk about Invincible. Anybody see the most recent episode? Yes. Yes. I've seen it. It sucked. Except for the ending. The ending oh. rocked. But, like but the rest of it, nah. Go ahead, Kat. What did you think? Um, so I had to binge all three episodes. Um, cause I, it was a show like, I mean, I'd seen it, but I was kind of like, I wasn't sure what it was about. Um, I like the fact that they're taking on the darker side of superheroes. Cause it doesn't matter what planet you're from, how you got your powers. You have that much power. Superheroes are going to go off the rails. Plain and simple. Long and short of it, superheroes are going to go off the rails at some point. Um, yeah, look at Ezra Miller. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you your lunch money, Ambrose? What? Is he still stealing your lunch money? No, no, he, he no, no, he tried, he tried, he tried to, but then I referred to him by the wrong pronouns, and he got mad and ran away. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so now the ending, I'm a little conflicted on the ending because I, I kind of like the gotcha moment. But I also had that moment of like, I knew it was a trap. And then like, as he's walking up and they're talking about like, whatever they were referring to him as, I was like, I bet this is what it's going to be. And sure enough, there it was. Um, I, I knew it was coming because like, I've seen certain parts of the comics. I knew it was going to come. Now, yeah, I haven't read the comic, so... I mean, now, I but now I'm still, I'm still on season one. I am not familiar with the lore and the comics on Invincible, but I, I am liking season one uh, as someone who's just watching the show. Is it faithful to the source material, or is it one of those people yes, where I'm going to be like, this show is okay. awesome, and everyone else no, is like, if you, no. If, it, if you yeah. read the comic, yeah. it, it, this is comic accurate, with the exception of one thing, Yeah, and I don't know if Shaw would agree with me on this or not, the way that the guardians died because in the original comic omni-man just thrashed them but in but in the series he made it there the guardians had a little bit of a chance but people forget there's also a timeline which mark went back in time and warned the guardians of what omni-man was gonna do and the guardians whipped his ass so you know it, it, the whole story to me is great and I'm, I'm loving Invincible now you're going to get into some serious stuff because now you're going to see some of the more powerful Viltrumites come into play like Thrag, you're going to see him come into play um, pretty soon if you keep down this same storyline, you're going to see Mark's younger brother come into play and later on down the line you're going to see Bulletproof so I'm excited um, from what this from what this series can really bring you I mean, it's, um, it, it's something I fell out of because I was watching it, not knowing. I've read like a couple of issues. Book's not bad. It's just, you know, comics are money and I had to make cuts somewhere. Um, and it's like I'm watching it and my daughter was young at the time. So it's like, you know, she's not really going to notice. And then it became really ultra violent and it was like at the point where she's starting to react to things on tv and it's like okay yeah, i can't yeah yeah it, yeah but i watch it now so yeah <laughs> like, that is right that's the one thing that the virtual might saw they're very dark and um you saw it when they did that to alan when he ripped his arm off for no damn reason um yeah they're very dark and they're a very savage race 
Um, yeah, but I think we need to get more of that into our comic book animation. Um, personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, that's one thing Ooh, where like you the dark side of everything, cat. Come on now, you want to be a red lantern when you grow up. Talked about, we've joked about. You want to be a red lantern when you grow up. Pat, Ezra Miller tried that on the press tour for The Flash, and it failed. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> about anime. Anime has always had your child-appropriate anime. Yes. And your yes. anime for adults, which is more graphic, more this violent, is true. more this everything. Is true. As Americans, we're kind of struggling to embrace that. But... Why shouldn't there be violently animated shows based off of comic books, manga, whatever? That's true. For adults. That's true. Um, I, gotta, I gotta give you that. I gotta give because you that. in America, and I, I agree with you. Let me preamble that. But in America, cartoons are still widely regarded as for children. So when you make some a, a violent cartoon, it's put under a lot more scrutiny. Well. But here's the thing. It's the parent's responsibility to not set their kid in front of hentai. So in other words, you can't put a kid. I completely agree with you. But when like someone from the FCC is like, oh, it's a cartoon, they're held to an unfairly higher standard because but, they're highly regarded as being appealing to children. But here's my thing, though. It, Invincible is locked behind a paywall, which is Amazon yeah. Prime. Mm -hmm. So, it's sure. not like the parents don't know that they're watching that and what it contains. I mean, the rating tells you what it is off the rip. I mean, right. it's a. I would, my kids are fourteen. My, my kids, my kids are fourteen. They can handle stuff like that. But a eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, no. Okay, let me start by quoting George Carlin and saying, "Think about how stupid." the average American is and take into account that 50% of the country is dumber than that. Then th then their okay? punishment is having to pay for those therapy bills. And you know, you, you had parents where they were taking their kids to Deadpool because it's a Marvel movie. It's clearly rated R. It's clearly a violent movie. It's clearly not for children. The poster even said it's not for children. And parents are still shuttling their kids into this movie. Then they get out and they complain that the movie was too violent. But here's the thing with Invincible. It is something that you are choosing through which through having your streaming service and you can yep. set up your own kids account. Yep. That blocks that for your kids. Yep. Be aware of what your kids are watching on streaming. I mean, yeah, but what I and and that works for sound minded people like me you you everybody on this panel but average parents are kind of like i'm gonna go cook something let me put something on oh this is a cartoon it's nice and then they click think, on it it's like but i think my idiot? thing is with that has like five warnings that told you this show isn't for children you put it on and now you're mad but i think <laughs> that, but i think we as parent as parents have evolved past that point because that's very that that's an old school opinion to where i'm just gonna put my kid in front of something and i'm gonna go do what i need to do i think that's an old school opinion oh, yeah. I, my mistake now they watch it on tablets 
Well, no, but I think like, well, our generation is thing. more educated on the fact that there are. We grew up with Adult Swim, right? Mm-hmm. We right. grew up with Tsunami. We grew up with um, uh, what was the one that MTV used to have? Liquid Television. Yep, they had Liquid um, Television and they had Cartoon Sushi. Yeah, um, where obviously Aeon Flux animated, not child appropriate. Nope. Um, Hell no. Yeah. I, I mean, no. probably wasn't even teenager appropriate when Hell I was Hell no. That yeah, was, grown, that was but, grown people stuff back then. But mm-hmm. all, in all fairness, there were standards. Aeon Flux never aired before 10 p.m. But here's the thing. as We are not our parents' generation where we think everything is Looney Tunes. Because we grew up with adult animation and kind of the more of an introduction of that into pop culture. Mm-hmm. We know better as parents that just because it's animated doesn't mean it's child friendly. Like right. it's animated, let me check it out. Right. Okay, let me watch an episode. Okay, this is cool. Let me put this on for my kids. Otherwise, guess what, kiddo? You watching Blue's Clues? Yep. yep. You watching Bluey? Because I think no, that thing Bluey's as a parents, I don't let my kid watch yeah. Bluey. Because I think as parents, we I think we've involved, we've you know evolved past that point to where we just put our kid in front of something and that's it. I, I, I think with, there's too much out there going on in the world right now, not to be more conscious of what we expose our kids to. So and to play devil's advocate for a minute, to play They're devil's really advocate for a minute, we have our finger on the pulse, so we do kind of know what to look for. But, like, the average kind of, you know, mom, I, I live in Annapolis. There's a lot of, there's a lot of well-to-do people here. They're sheltered. They, they don't really know how a lot of things work. And, um, you know, the average mom in Annapolis isn't going to be like, oh, I grew up and these yeah, I really have to figure out what the rock. They'd be like, oh, no, it's a cartoon. I mean, it's still there. And we don't see it as much because this is our lives. We write about it. We talk oh. about it clearly on the show. But there's still a population out there that is still stuck in that time period you were talking about. I still feel like it's a small, much smaller population than it was. Oh, it's diminished significantly. 20 years ago. Yeah. I, mean, I remember even 10 years ago walking in watching a mom buy her kids saints row the clerk telling her because she, because it was it was slow enough in the store that like the clerk heard the kid be like yeah mom this is the game i want the clerk very clearly explained to the mom like just so you know this game is rated mature it has violence it has drug use it has sex it has yes. like the clerk was very upfront about it and that mom bought it anyway. So I do agree that there are still some people out there. But I definitely think, though, that there is, even even if you just go with, like, The Simpsons and South Park, even without having your finger on the pulse of pop culture and, and geek and anime and everything else right now, you were exposed to those if you are in our generation so anywhere from 40 to 50 and and younger and those things we wouldn't have felt were appropriate 
for young kids. Right. So I love how there was an uproar about The Simpsons back in the day. Now it's like family friendly compared right. to right. <laughs> we have that mindset of okay, we know it's animated. That doesn't necessarily mean it's Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, while you are always going to have those one or two people that have no idea, I think the majority of the population is at least with it enough to know that not all animation is for kids. But I mean, and and yeah, and I, I do understand what you're saying. I do agree to a certain extent. It has been diminished. But how long ago was Deadpool 1 released? You know, I, I've known, I watch parents take their toddlers in to go see Sin City. So like, what parents do at the theater? But enough parents complained after walking past that R rating, after walking past, after having people tell them this is a new movie for kids. Enough parents complained where the studio was compelled to release a PG thirteen version. Like it was like. Well, that was because of the fact that there were a lot of parents that wouldn't take their kids to go see the R rated version, and their kids really wanted to see it, but parents were upset that it was rated R so their kids couldn't see the Marvel movies. That's Skywalker's Academy, I've seen Heavy Metal. Have you seen yep. Fritz the Cat? <laughs> yeah, that was why they brought out the PG-13. It wasn't because parents were outraged of how dare you, how dare my poor cherub see and hear these things. They were upset that their kids couldn't see a Deadpool movie, a superhero movie that their kids wanted to see. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, it it does boil down to a, um, attention, and I, I think there's just with all the means we have to pay attention to kids these days, parents today take all of that for granted, and they don't and they don't really use it. And I think parents today, because of all of these means to keep track of kids, are dumb. Like, I'm not gonna lie. A kid is always going to find a way to sneak away to watch this stuff anyway. There, it, it's 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 the natural instinct of a child. My daughter has already; she's three. She's already figured out how to work the remote. It's the curiosity is natural, and um, but parents just take a lot of it for granted, and 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 you know a lot of it is out of your hands. Like I said, my daughter knows how to work the remote. So if I go into the kitchen, I'm cooking lunch. She's walking, watching Paw Patrol. I come in, she's watching Bluey, which I specifically told her she's not allowed to watch because Bluey's a dick. Um, you know, she figured out how to do it, and it's a, it's 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 one of those things where it's going to be like an eternal battle, and you just have to stay on top of it. All right, guys. Um, good conversation. Well, we got to come back to that because that's something that's very interesting. Because this is a good debate between parents' responsibility and just letting the kid run, just letting the kid run wild, just letting them have their way. Um, good conversation. We got to come back to. It. Let's put a pin. Let's put a pin in that theory. We'll definitely come back to that. Oh um, hell yeah! I told my kid today she was so in a tantrum. I said, "You don't understand." I control the means of production in this house. You're not strong enough to open the fridge. You can throw a tantrum all you want, but I'm going to get my way. 
<laughs> All right, Charlotte, go ahead and get on back to the docket. Go ahead, my friend. Next up, we got a Legend of Zelda movie has been announced. Official number six. Yeah, six. Y'all interested? I need to know. I need to know more details. Um, yeah, I need a little bit more before I like. I don't absolutely yeah. hate it. Universal did a great job with the Mario movie. Is Universal involved? What studio was involved? Uh, the director uh, or the writer? Um, I think Cam and Focus. You can check out on on the GNN YouTube channel. Yes, kind of apprehensive um, with the with the person tasked with writing it, but he's not totally against it. I don't know much, uh, obviously, because I don't even know the guy's name. It slipped my mind. Um, so I I can't. I'm reserving judgment until I can get more details on this. Okay. All right, Charles. Let's finish up the docket, and then we'll uh, finish up with damage video game news. All right. Um, there was a Ghostbusters trailer. Anybody see that? I haven't seen that yet. Day after tomorrow, too. Basically, yeah. Yeah. I also wrote a review on that trailer at gnn.geeknewsnow.net. Um, I wasn't impressed. I, I kind of didn't no, care about it. There were no ghosts in the Ghostbusters trailer. Pat Oswalt is in it. So that means it's probably going to be annoying for at least 15 minutes. Uh, yeah. We also got a, um, a Garfield trailer. You might see that. Mm-hmm. Is there lasagna? Yeah. That's my thing. <laughs> Where's lasagna at? I want a Cliff movie. Why does Garfield get all the glory? Can that be... Can, he can that be the Nick in that junkyard with his friends for the last 40 years. I mean, Clifford did have a movie, like a live action one. It was pretty good. Clifford? No, not Clifford. Heathcliff. Yeah, we need Heathcliff. We need uh, Heathcliff and we need Garfield. Death Heath battle. Let's Cliff go. Living off scraps, fighting gang members. You know, Garfield. Let's go. Ah, I take Heathcliff. Heathcliff's scrappy. <laughs> Yeah, Heathcliff goes up against gang members. Garfield kicks Odie off a table. (laughs) (laughs) There's not really a match. I mean, he launched cats off and played rockets with his friends, so I don't know. Garfield was my favorite, too. I love Garfield. I love both of them, really, but Garfield is the man. I mean, Um, uh, Chris Pratt is a voice. I don't know if I'm really sold on that. How you doing, Travis? Good to have you here, man. Thank you for coming out to the stream. We appreciate you. Um, all right, and for the last part of the oh, yeah, brand recognition, there you go. And for the last, uh, we talked about the Nick Rib like five seconds ago. Way to show up to the party, Grimlock. (laughs) No, no, I think he's talking about Garfield. Garfield's more recognized name than he's (laughs) put, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and last but not least, show us the last part of the docket. Yep, picture number was it four? You have some FNAF news. The part of the fake news, Michael Lori says he's signed up for three more FNAF, mood, FNAF, bleh, FNAF movies at Boom House. What are your thoughts? I think it's pretty hey. good. That's good. Yeah, that's a very, very bold move to commit to three movies. 
it did really well and it's yeah, got a good it it's got a solid consistent fan base even even though the games they i don't think they've had a new game in a while or like besides like, security breach in the dlc that came out like earlier this year yeah yeah okay but but here's know. here's my thing thinking long term on this critically it it didn't really do well so it did really well it has a clearly a very strong and loyal fan base and they turned out for it but can that happen for four more movies i'm pretty sure it can it yeah, didn't happen for superman they made like three times their budget in the first week yeah what i'm saying yeah that's a loyal fan base but if they make a second third fourth one how many of those fans are going to say the first one is awesome or how many of those fans are going to be like you know what i'm glad i watched it but i don't really need to see a second one because they're really very very loyal yeah um, and, and especially the fact that they brought in youtubers that do a lot of content for fnaf and had them in the film that that also kind of cemented it for those fans because it's not just the fandom that they that they watch they also not get to see their favorite youtubers is with parts in the film but we're talking we're talking about a five movie series and does this game have enough substance to make it mm -hmm. to five movies before yes. it starts well, like, yeah. i mean i'm not familiar with the game i'm not i'm not trying to be negative about it i'm not trying to theory literally just, made a career of talking about their games and stuff mm -hmm. their entire career is like half them understood skywalker's academy you're lucky because the only superman movie i saw in the theaters with christopher reeve was superman 4 quest for peace and i thought it was so cool when i was four and then i watched it a bunch of years later and it sucked <laughs> yeah i agree yeah i mean this is a game that launched back in 2014 ambrose and their fans are still rabid they are as rabid as a Call of Duty fan on day of launch. <laughs> There's so much lore in the thing. Plus, they have like stories and books of their own, so they can like, like pull from those and create their own like fandom or fan. Like David first deal with this. I mean, I didn't realize it went that deep. I was just kind of apprehensive because you know, committing to for any for even the best franchise, committing to five movies off the bat is 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 a very very bold strategic decision so i i you know i it, if it works out for him great good for you yet you, you, you captured lightning in a bottle but um just a very very bold i love I guess, that I, I love that old school show by the way lord the avengers um lawrence and clark hell yeah terry hatcher terry hatcher was hot that's lois lane you should bring her back as lois lane's mom all right, let's go ahead and get to Diamond's video game news, and then we'll go ahead and close out for the evening. Go ahead, Diamond, break us down what we got going on in the new world of video games. So, Sony patent will let you replay a game from any point possible. It's a feature that would empower users to track back through a campaign and select specific moments in time to change a decision, re-experience something epic, or recount the steps without needing to replay the entire chapters or the whole game. Can you go back? Because I don't have my headphones on. What was that? 
So Sony is going to patent a or new Sony patent will let you replay a game from any point possible. So in order for you not to like have to replay the entire game. I mean that's cool, but I thought hmm, games usually do that themselves when you beat them. It depends no. on certain games. Yeah. Like on the, I think the Dark Picture series, it's like certain chapters you can go oh, back to. Oh, any point, not like any chapter. Yeah. So I can be like, point. oh, I want to go to the point in like Dishonored where I, I was like on this rooftop. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. That's actually, wow, that's actually really cool. Mm -hmm. And so video game prices are very, very low for what they, they offer, says GTA 6. Take two. Um, the executive offered insight into how Take Two calculates video game prices and reckons, as a whole, the industry offers terrific price to value opportunity for players. Okay. It really depends on the game. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure GTA 6 is going to be costing an arm and a leg to like get a hold of it, let alone play it. I mean, day one. You know, that, that, that argument is a double-edged sword because me and my wife were talking about this the other day. For every game that you get all these hours of gameplay with, you know, Nintendo is charging $70 for a game that's like 25 hours of gameplay. Mm -hmm. So it, it really, it that's not a blanket statement. It depends on the game. Like... You play Final Fantasy, yeah, you're getting hundreds of hours of gameplay out of that. Mm -hmm. Skyrim? Yes, too. Yeah. yeah. But you're playing, like, Pikmin 4. Unless, like, you really enjoy throwing aliens at stones, you're getting 40, 50 hours tops. And that's mm -hmm. if, and then that's if you're, like, really playing the game. You can beat Same it. Same with like Pokemon. You get like at least like 10, maybe 15 hours out of it. Yeah. Um, so The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt getting an official mod editor from CD Projekt P and an official mod editor in 2024, meaning fans will soon be able to create their own custom content based on the beloved role-playing game pre-existing assets. Okay. Cool. And Konami is looking to employ game creators for a large-scale Silent Hill project, a chance to be involved in a game production in a cutting-edge development environment. That's interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Like 10 more years for the next Silent Hill game, or 20 years. I mean, Silent Hill is a great <laughs> franchise. I'm just like... Is this going to be, you know, one of those where we're going to create this great immersive environment and, and create a great thing for our developers, and then they're going to fire them all. They're going to be like MAPPA. What's it called? Yeah. Like, have them all on, like, what's it called? Tight schedules, and then they're all just like, I'll quit! Or you want to strike or something. Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's all I have in video game news. All right, all right. So... I do have something I would like to put out there. Um, we need a new moniker. So if you guys can come up with a new moniker, normally we have the fastest hour in podcasting, but as you can see, we've been on an hour and 15 minutes. So we need to change our moniker around. So if you want to 
hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram or threads or with a new moniker. Let us know what you think. Um, guys, I'll put this out there to you as well. Uh, we do need a new moniker. So if you come up with something, let me know. Um, and if it's feasible, we definitely will change that to have it make a little bit more sense on what we're doing. What about right. we turn 80 minutes into the fastest hour in podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We need a new one. Um, all right. So let's go around the room real quick, see what everyone is doing. And then we'll go ahead and get on out of here for tonight. Cat, I'm going to call on you. What are you doing this week? All right. Well, over here at Geek News Now, we have got MCU Monday on Mondays. Um, I Oh, I don't know what they're talking about this week. Maybe uh, Marvel? I think it's a business Marvel review. I think they do one too. I think they're doing the, the Marvel's review this week. Yeah. Um, Tuesday, we should have the Sith Dominion should be back. Uh, Thursday. He's, he's back. I'm not sure, though. Don't hold me to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know he was feeling a little under the weather last week, um, so ended up taking that week off. But he should—it's my understanding—he should be back this Tuesday. But we'll find out. He, if that is, of course, just keep an eye on our Facebook page over at Geek News Now, um, and that keeps you up to date on what shows are going live. Thursday we will have Cantina Happy Hour. They are, I believe, still going over the Mandalorian see, uh, season two. Uh, then. I am hoping to get, that we're going to get a new episode of Hobby Hut up on Friday. Um, I have a, one I've been working on editing, and unfortunately, life has gotten in the way of that, so it took a little longer to get it up than normal. And then, of course, we'll be back here again Saturday night for the Geek Gauntlet. All right, all right. Thank you so much. Um, Ambrose, what you got going on this week, my friend? Uh, I published two pieces this week. I published part two of my um, possible universal purchase of Warner Brothers. So if you haven't checked that out, it's a two-part article. Uh, goes a lot into the financial issues at Warner Brothers and how everybody, including Disney, can benefit from a universal purchase. So uh, check that out. And then I did a light review on the Ghostbusters trailer. Um, so go over to geeknewsnow.net, check that out. Uh, currently, I'm working on an article on Pedro Pascal's uh, casting in the, Pan in the Fantastic Four. Um, hopefully I'll have that out. So someone in my neighborhood bought a rooster, so I haven't been able to sleep, so I haven't been able to write. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm really kind of behind on that and I'm going to try to crank it out tomorrow when I don't work. Um, check out Facebook, the DCU extrava uh, extravaganza. I'm an admin on the site. We're working hard to try to get some followers. We want a nice positive community for DCU fans uh that's comics and film uh we do everything we post memes if there's a break in story even if it's not from geek news now i'll throw it up there try to get your thoughts so we're really trying to engage with fans and uh it's a nice new project for us so come out give us some love on that site let us know what you think and uh be vocal and engage with us and other than that uh oh like Kat said, life happened. I'm working on a Let's Play show that uh, I'm editing. So I'm playing Gotham Knights right now, and I'm um, talking over the gameplay and going over events that have happened. But editing's hard, and I'm inherently lazy. So I'm going to try to get an episode put together and uh, send over to you for approval soon. Okay. And by soon, I mean it could be two days oh. from now. It could be... A week. I don't know. Cool. 
<laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely when you get it up, let me know. We'll take a look at it. Um, Diamond, what you got going on this week? Uh, I got a few articles I'm working on that I'm going to try to post later this week. And then I'm working on uh, posting or streaming again on Twitch and posting uh, new episodes of me playing, uh, what's it called? Uh, Final Fantasy 15. All right. <clears throat> Shaw, we're finished up with you. What you got going on now? Um, I got nothing really coming up this week. Everything's similar, similar for me. All right, all right. I want to say thank you for everybody being here this week. Next week we are taking off for Thanksgiving. I know a lot of a lot of people are going out of town. This, that, the other. So we're gonna go ahead and take this next week off. But the following week, we will be back on um, at 10 p.m. Eastern on that Saturday. So definitely don't forget. Make a mental note of that if you can. We will be back on December 2nd. So definitely keep that in mind. We will be back December the 2nd, 2023, same time. 10 p.m. Eastern. And if there's nothing else from you guys, I want to say thank you for everybody being here tonight. We do appreciate it. Thank you for everybody in the chat. It was a good, lively chat tonight. So thank you so much for that. We do appreciate it. And we will see you guys on the December 2nd right here on the Get Godly Podcast. Everybody have a good week. Have a good night and take care. Peace.